Body in One Way or Another for uh, Dawn. Preceded by Chicago in 25 or 6 to 4 for Trent and Julie. Do you love me truly? Uh, 40 minutes past 8, the full English breakfast show. Morning to all the Finns. Finland have reached the final of the men's hockey this morning. Oh, I haven't got your microphone on. Sorry. No, you haven't. Congratulations. Well, yes, they beat uh, Slovakia. 2-0 with Ari Persson skinning, scoring the winning goal right at the death. So uh, maybe Finland will have two gold medals. They've got one at the moment, so maybe it'll be two. Now, should we just uh, give it all up and run away to London? Why not? OK. Go on, then. I've got just the place for you. Have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, located in a Victorian conversion in Lower Clapton, East London. Lower... Clapton. 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 Don't think I've ever been Eric there. Eric Clapton. No, I don't think I have either. I wonder why. It's thought by the sellers to be the smallest flat ever to have gone on the market in the capital. The minimum price set by the auctioneers is £50,000, but it's expected to go for more as it was bought for £103,500 in May 2017. Uh, you would have to fit your life into seven square metres. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> just about enough space for a bed, a toilet and a shower, a sink, a microwave and some storage, but no room for a kitchen to cook in, decorations, a place to store equipment for hobbies or to have anyone round to visit. Well, you could always order out then, I guess. Well, hopefully there'll be a kebab shop downstairs, so... Never had one of those either. You've never had a kebab? I've never had a kebab. Ever? Never. Not even a chicken no, shish? No, no. Oh, you haven't lived. Extra chilli sauce. Uh, the flat is an example of what experts say is a growing phenomenon of tiny homes driven by soaring rents and property prices. Microflats are becoming more sought after and even smaller. Uh, the Clapton flat has recently been renovated and has a large window if you want to jump out of it. Uh, to maximise space, it has a captain's bed above a storage space and cupboards. The space between the bed and the wall is around wide enough to spread your arms in. <laughs> You're going to say something else. Bold... <laughs> fold-out table for eating or working on, a toilet and shower in a separate wet room. The owner's already... Wet room? Yes, yeah, like a walk-in shower, you know. Why do you... Why, since when has it been called a wet room? Uh, it's all trendy, you know, wet room. Oh, really? Oh, OK. Uh, the owner's already recouped their investment by getting £800 in rent each month. The current tenant lives elsewhere for most of the time and spends just a night or two each week in the flat as it's closer to work. Yeah, it would be good if you, you know, if you're a single young urban professional, a yuppie, and, you know, you just wanted somewhere to sort of lay your head at night after having it large on the town of an evening. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Uh, the auction minimum is well below the average deposit for first-time buyers in London, which Halifax calculated at £130,357 in 2020. But uh, Neil Hudson, a housing analyst, warned that first-time buyers should be aware it's not sustainable to live in a tiny flat long-term, and that if they are unable to sell, they could find themselves stuck. Quite literally. Quite literally, yeah. <laughs> and the price is a powerful symbol of how inaccessible housing has become. The TV presenter Kirsty Allstop, Allstop recently irked millennials by suggesting they could afford to buy their own homes if they spent less on the gym, easyJet flights, coffee and Netflix. Critics have pointed out that when she bought her first flat, the average home cost £50,000 and measured 73.4 square metres, which is ten times bigger than the Clapton flat. It's the Feel Good Friday... <laughs> Fantastic pop quiz. I'm going to do it. It's easy peasy. It's all about birthdays. I'm going to do it in French. Should we oh try? Man, oh, come on, because the questions <laughs> are so easy. Royal top, come on. 
Sounds on. like it's a milk bottle, that. Royal Top, no, it's Gold Top. Uh, gold love. Top, OK. Tout tourne autour des anniversaires aujourd'hui. Question numéro un. Question number one. Cet acteur, chanteur américain, est né ce jour-là en 1954. Il a eu le numéro un britannique et américain en 1978 avec Olivia Newton-John. Valérie Giscard d'Estaing. Mais non <rire> Qu'est-ce que tu dis John oh. Travolta. Correct. And what was the name of the song You're the one that I want. In French, please. U, U, U. C'est toi que je veux. No, tu es celui que je veux. Tu es celui que je veux. <rire> OK. I'll give you that. Question number two. Né ce jour-là, en 1952, cette chanteuse américaine avait un numéro 2 en Roumanie avec Un jour je m'envolerai. Roumanie ou Royaume-Uni Royaume-Uni. Le Roumanie ou le Royaume-Uni You're just picking up my French now. Go on, answer What's the, the question. What's the song in French again? Un jour je m'envolerai. Whitney Houston. No, I think she was the one that... One I Day had... I'll Fly Away. Yes. Uh, it's Reverse of Flack, is it? It wasn't, no. No, is it Gladys Knight? No, it yeah. wasn't. Oh, one day I'll fly away. Un jour je vole. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Oh, come on. Same name as the person that used to you worked for here at the radio many moons ago. Except he was a bloke and this is a woman. Oh, come on. Marcella Dujimont. Rhymes with Andy. <laughs> Pandy. Candy. You worked with him. Here, we worked with him together at the Riviera Radio when it was at Boulevard Princess Charlotte. Randy, Cra <laughs> Randy Crawford. Correct. <laughs> Fuck Exhausted. Now, final question. Dernière question. Né ce jour-là en 1955, ce membre du groupe punk britannique The Damned qui avait un single britannique numéro 3 en Whoa. 1986, Whoa. Eloise. C'est son anniversaire aujourd'hui. Il était un membre du groupe oui. punk oui, oui, britannique oui. The oui. Damned. Oui. Bah, Eloise... Euh... Oui, mais c'est quoi son nom Le premier enregistrement de Eloise, c'était par Barry Ryan. I haven't the I have. Who's a member of The Damned, and they had a hit in 1986 with Eloise. Yes. It's his birthday. Yes. And that's why I said, what Captain Sensible. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Dave Vanian. Brian James. He wasn't in. He wasn't in the Dan <laughs> when they released Eloise. He left after the first album. But he album. must have been. No, he wasn't. Oh well, according to Finternet, <laughs> it says he left and joined the Lords of Church of the Church. Lords of the New Church. I couldn't say that. Yeah. Can you say that in French? Les Rois de la Nouvelle Église. <laughs> <laughs> and that is this morning's French lesson. Goodness me. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online, this is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Sarah Lysa has the top stories across the Riviera. Police in the VAR have appealed for witnesses following the disappearance of 16-year-old Talalia and the teenager was last seen in Marseille on January the 23rd and has not been seen since. For more information, go to rivieradio.mc. In other news this Friday morning, employees of Talez have continued blockades in protest against wages. On Thursday, filter barriers were installed in front of the entrance to the can site to challenge employees on the issue of the salary increase proposed by management and deemed insufficient.
Meanwhile, commuters in Antibes and Sofran-Tibolis are advised a strike has been called on the local MV bus network next Thursday, the 24th of February. The action will affect all routes except for school buses uh, between 9am and 4pm. France's administrative court has given the green light for the first stages of the demolition of the National Theatre of Nice. A request had been filed by the association defending the Promenade des Arts against Nice City Council concerning the demolition. The go-ahead was given following a decision from the judge on Thursday. While on a visit to Larcher Hospital in Nice on Thursday, France's Minister of Health, Olivier Varin, has outlined the conditions set by the government to end the wearing of Covid masks indoors. He said when France reaches a threshold of 1,500 patients in intensive care, masks will no longer be compulsory indoors. He expects the country to hit that level by mid-March. Currently, there are 3,126 people in critical care units across France, 402 of those are in the Alpes-Maritimes. Also in health news, the prefecture and the Alpmara team has called for vigilance after a diagnosis less than 100 kilometres into Italy from the border with France of a case of African swine fever in a wild boar. While deadly for animals, the disease is harmless to humans. Prince Albert of Monaco has received thanks from the mayor of Ventimiglia for the Principality's support in rebuilding a bridge over the Roya River, which remains destroyed since Storm Alex back in 2020. The mayor said the mobilisation was enduring proof of the friendship that has bound the two areas together for years. Work on rebuilding the bridge is expected to begin in September and cost €10 million. Euros. Students looking for seasonal work are invited to Cannes this Saturday, where employers will be looking to meet suitable candidates for summer positions. 28 employers issued 1,432 job offers at the last event in 2020. The event will be held from 9am to 1pm tomorrow at the Gare Maritime. Disruptions are expected on the roads in the VAR today, uh, with the arrival of L in La Seine of the cycling tour des Alpes-Maritimes and the VAR. The first stage of the event will take place in La Seine, uh, with several road closures and the public is invited to park in the public car parks. Meanwhile, France's motorway authorities have warned a busy day for motorists tomorrow, uh, classing it as a red day on the roads in both directions in the Auvergne-Rhône-Alpes region. The crossover comes as the February school holidays end for Zone B, which includes Nice, and marks the start of the holidays for Zone C. French rapper MC Solar will be in concert at the Grimaldi Forum in June. The singer joins Francis Cabrel, Iggy Pop and Christophe Maillet for the spring programme of the Grimaldi Forum. Tickets range from €49 to €79. Euros. For more information, go to rivieradio.mc. And Meteo France has placed five regions of the north of France on an orange weather alert today with high winds forecast. And meanwhile, the recent warm weather in our region has hit a record high in Toulon in the VAR, reaching 23.2 degrees on Thursday. After exceptional sunshine between the end of December and the beginning of February, Thursday marked a record high, beating the previous record of 22.5 degrees, which was recorded in Toulon back in February of 1990. Riviera Radio. Sports news. It's pretty warm here yesterday afternoon. It was as well. very pleasant. Lovely. It's not normal. It shouldn't happen. So Francis Cabrel, Iggy Pop, and MC Solar, are they playing as a trio? <laughs> no, not all at the same time, I don't oh, think. Oh, a shame. Francis Cabrel, he used to play up at Super Bear 
in Berlay's Alp. Did he? In the 70s. He used to record up there in the studio, yeah. Very good. It's day 14 (laughs) of the Winter Olympics. You like him, do you? I certainly do. You don't like Laurent Vosier? No. (laughs) Please don't go there. I noticed a photo on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, It's day 14 of the Winter Olympic Games in Beijing, with Norway still out in front of the medals table. Norway now has 14 gold medals and a total of 29, with Germany in second place with 10 gold medals and a total of 22, and the USA in third with 8 gold medals and a total of 21. Uh, Five medal events today in women's and men's mass starts biathlon, uh, women's half-pipe and men's ski-cross, freestyle skiing, and the men's one thousand metres speed skating. Formula One, Michael Massey has been replaced as race director following last year's Abu Dhabi Grand Prix fiasco. Uh, Massey fails to follow safety car procedures at the end of the race, which resulted in Max Verstappen winning the World Championship, leaving a sour taste in the mouth of Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. The FIA says that Massey will be moved to another position and will be replaced by two new race directors, Eduardo Freitas and Niels Wittich. They'll be assisted by Formula One veteran Herbie Blasch. Direct radio communications between the teams and the race director will no longer be allowed and a remote race control similar to the video assistant referee in football is to be introduced. Football Rangers were 4-2 winners of Borussia Dortmund last night in the Europa League round of 32. Uh, In the Europa Conference League, Celtic lost 3-1 at home to Bodo Glimt, your favourites, and Leicester beat Randers FC 4-1. Here's more from BBC Sports. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Jordan Elgott at the BBC Sports Centre. There's been just one game involving a Premier League side on Thursday as Leicester earned a 4-1 victory over Danish side Ranners in their first leg of their Europa Conference League last 16 tie. The goals came from Wilfred Ndidi, Harvey Barnes, Patson Dacker and Kiernan Dewsbury Hall. Brighton boss Graham Potter wants his players to swiftly move on from the disappointment of their defeats at Manchester United as they prepare to tackle relegation-threatened Burnley on Saturday. The Seagulls were beaten 2-0 at Old Trafford on Tuesday night, having played most of the second half with 10 men, following a red card for captain Lewis Dunk. He'd initially only been cautioned before referee Peter Banks was advised by VAR to check the pitchside monitor. Sometimes your opinion is... A little emotional after the game, but I wasn't. I don't take too much back, to be honest. So it was. Um, I can see, like I said afterwards, if the referee gave a red at the time, then I wouldn't be totally disagreeing with it, or I can see why he would be giving it. So, um, but when it when it was a, a yellow to start with and turn it round, it didn't look so clear and obvious to me. But I could be wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. Frank Lampard will come up against one of his former players when Everton travel to Southampton on Saturday. Armando Brozier, on loan from Chelsea, has shaken off an injury to become Southampton's top scorer this season with eight goals. Lampard said he was impressed with the striker, having handed the 20-year-old his debut at Chelsea. Very good lad. Very talented young boy. He came in to us in, um, at the start of, of, of the COVID times and trained with us and showed the attributes I think you're seeing now in the, in the Premier League at Southampton. He's fast, he's strong. Is a, has a real uh, um, eye for a goal. A very, very good young player. So I'm very aware of his strengths. And for more football news from the BBC, go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. So, young Lysis, in the English Premier League this weekend, on Saturday, West Ham play Newcastle. <sighs> oh, it's not a... F- 
Moments. It is. Oh, well, oh, that yeah. money they've got, uh, Newcastle now. Uh, Trip is injured, though, isn't he? And he's, yeah, I'm yeah. going to give a home win for West Ham. I think you're probably right. Now, Arsenal against Brentford. Arsenal. Arsenal quietly having quite a good season, mm. aren't they? Yeah, I think Arsenal will win that. Aston Villa against Watford. Roy to the rescue. No. no, Aston Villa. OK. All right, calm down. Uh, Aston Villa. Yeah. Bryson against Burnley. Oh, dear, Stuart. Well, I would like to go for Burnley for Stuart, but I think Brighton might just do it. This is the kind of game they have to win, but you can't uh, write Brighton off against anyone, really, so I think Brighton will do it, yeah. Crystal Palace against Chelsea. Uh, uh, oh, come on, it's going to be a win. Game. It's not a danger game. It I think they've got like game. a 27% home win chance. Palace have uh, got the evil eye over Chelsea. They always seem to beat them for some reason. I think Chelsea should smash it. Well, even with Vieira in charge? <laughs> even. OK, well, I hope you're right. Uh... All right, then, if you say <laughs> so. Liverpool against Norwich. Oh, no, well, you see, that you'd think they would. Of course they, they will. No, oh, don't. Oh, it's going to be a cricket no, score, it's, isn't it? Uh, no, no, no. Of course no, it will. No, no. Liverpool. Southampton against Everton. That is interesting. Southampton. I don't think so. I think Frank might do it. Because so, I really love Frank, and so Everton, uh, consequently, now my second team. So come on, Everton. Come on the toffees. And Manchester City against Spurs. Man City. Yeah, I think that's uh, going to be three straight defeats in a row in the league for Spurs if they lose tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, Sunday, Leeds against Manchester United. Lock up your daughters. Don't know about what's going to happen inside the stadium, but outside. <laughs> I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for Leeds. Are you really? Yeah. Ooh. And Wolves against Leicester. Home win for Wolves. Absolutely. Uh, finally, Rugby Union. There's one game in the Gallagher Premiership in England tonight. Worcester play Bristol, while in the United Rugby Championship, Munster play Edinburgh. The match between Cardiff and Zebra has been called off because of Storm Eunice. Here's the marine weather forecast. The coastal area is up to 20 miles offshore. The Almaris seam in the VAR. The general situation is an anti-cyclone, 1,029 millibars over Spain and a depression, 1,013 millibars over the Gulf of Lyon. Winds are variable, force 1 to 3. The sea is calm. Visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Saint-Jean-Cap-Ferrat, 1,014 millibars. And the outlook for Saturday, cloudy, force 2 to 4 variable winds, slight seas and good visibility. For North Corsica, winds are southwesterly, force 3 to 5, the sea is slight to moderate, visibility is good, barometric pressure at Cap Course, 1,013 millibars, and the outlook for Saturday, cloudy, force 4 to 6, southwesterly winds, moderate seas, and good visibility. Riviera Radio, weather. Clear skies today with uh, light to moderate uh, variable winds. Top temperature 16 degrees in the Altmaris team, up to 19 degrees in the VAR. Overnight lows 9 to 12 degrees with partially cloudy skies. The weekend quite cloudy tomorrow. Fine on Sunday, highs of 14 to 17 degrees. Finally. Keeping active in your 50s and 60s may be the key to uh, keeping off memory loss. According to a recent study, what? academics looked at 3,000 middle-aged adults and identified a strong link between exercise levels and their ability to remember key life events. A people who carry out aerobic exercise, such as cycling, walking or jogging three times a week, have better memory. I can't even remember what the answer to Wordle was this morning. Oh, they're getting stick again, aren't yeah. they? They're saying that it's really not fair. Apparently there's two different versions, because if you go on the original PowerPoint, uh, game or whatever it is um, there's one answer and on the New York Times website there's another one 
Yeah, that's what they were saying yesterday, but now mm. they're saying something about the words given or something and the number of letters. So they're know. making it harder. Yes. It was quite hard you this find morning. That? I got it. It took me five today, but I did it in two yesterday, so it can't all be bad.